The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hey everybody, Dave Canyon here. Welcome to episode 49, Why Are You Crying? Part 2. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. Get all excited. Stand up and down. Stomp your feet. Throw a temper tantrum. Uh, you know, rest, relax, get tense. I don't care. Just don't cry. Stop your crying. Stop your moaning. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. Welcome to the fastest Dumbcast on earth. Dave Canyon here doing his Dumbcast from his porta potty, my 2008. Kia Rio LX. LX. Let's do the mileage report real quick. I neglected to do that in episode 48. I got caught up in all the excitement of ranting and raving. Uh, episode 48, why are you crying? So I didn't get to a few things. And I said, you know what? What the heck? Let's do an episode 49. This uh, this goes against my seven-day challenges that I've been doing. I'm in uh, week four of my seven-day challenges. And one of the challenges was not to do more than one dumb cast a week because it takes too much time and energy and uh, it cuts into my sleep uh, which is a big part of my seven day challenges and uh, my my road to recovery my road to recovering my health that I used to have back in 2013 and my childhood for that matter alright let's do it real quickly the mileage report is brought to you by comedypipe.com comedypipe.com 3D is the guy in charge of comedypipe.com and anywhere you are in the world if it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock Wednesday at 8 o'clock in New York State more specifically more specifically more more, more certainly more directly more specifically uh, Schenectady It'll, uh, if it's 8 o'clock in Schenectady New York at 8 o'clock on a Wednesday then it's time for Pipe Dream Live. Pipe Dream Live is a one-hour uh, live uh, comedy talk show, uh, and uh, it's hosted by 3D, my friend 3D. His friends call him 3D, so I call him 3D. I find it odd to call somebody 3D, but I'm sure there's good reasons for it. I'd rather just call him Mike. I'm not big on nicknames. I never liked my nickname as a child. We'll talk about that one episode, if I ever remember. If I don't remember... Email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com and, or, you know, or uh, at Twitter at uh, dumbwithdave uh, and uh, say, hey, Dave, you were going to talk about your nickname, nicknames as a child. Yeah. Anyway, mileage report brought to you by Pipe Dream Live, and it's live. You can watch it on YouTube or you can listen to the, the live stream on uh, comedypipe.com. 223,555 miles. Just chugging along here. 223,555 for our 2008 Kia Rio. Eight years old. How much longer will she go for? So far, she's doing okay. There's a couple of noises that are new, that come, they go. You know, like me. There's cars like me. Every so often, I get a new noise or a new something. And I go, ooh, ow, uh, and then it goes away. Does it go away? I don't know if it goes away. Maybe... I work through it. That's probably more likely. More likely I get used to it and I work through it. I had a mechanic once that said, you're the worst car owner ever. And I said, why? Why would I be the worst? I'm here. I'm, I'm here with the car to, for you to fix it. He goes, yeah, but you let things go and go and go. I said, because it, it doesn't seem like it's so bad. 
you know, I heard the sound and then I, I got used to it because I do so many miles in the car. I, you know, or I mean, my whole life is driving. I'm either driving to work or I'm at work and I'm driving. And then I'm driving back home. Then I'm driving back to work. So, yeah, I mean, I hear a lot of noises. I drive many different vehicles uh, my whole life. <laughs> I just hear noises all the time. I hear air leaks. Uh, I hit bumps. I hear creaks. Oh, it's crazy. Anyway, I do what I can. I try to be a little bit, but this key, I've, I've been on top of a little bit more with the oil changes and listening to the sounds and the flickering of electricity and lights and all different things and try to stay on top of it. I really do enjoy this car, except for the fact it doesn't have cruise control. That would be great. I don't really care about the heated seats. Who has heated seats? My son does. <laughs> and his 1998 piece of crap Volvo. He's got heated seats. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Heated steering wheels are nice too. But after a while, the car gets warm. You don't need it. Bells and whistles are nice. But I've never been a bells and whistles guy. Are you a bells and whistles person? Email me at dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. Or leave a comment. If you're listening on the Spreaker app, leave a comment right there. Hit that thing on the left. Comment. And then click like at the same time. And if you get a chance, share. I'd appreciate it if you would share share my episodes. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Retweet me. I'm at Dumb with Dave. At Dumb with Dave. D-U-M-B. There's a B. I know. We're all about being dumb. But we always we don't always have to be unintelligent. We could be dumb. Like years ago, you could be fat. Remember? You could be fat. Man, that's fat. P-H-A-T. Uh so yeah, episode 49. Wow, 48. Jeez. Uh, hey, episode 49, 51 from 100, 40 e nueve. <laughs> I didn't have time to find out another language to say 49 or 50, and I haven't even checked my comments or emails or anything like that. So I don't know if anybody, any of you have mailed in numbers for me to say, I guess now we got to go to 50. Start at 50, 50 in Spanish. Uh, you can give me numbers in Hebrew, uh, Portuguese, Chinese, Mandarin, right? Uh, Italian, French, German, Russian. Is that the same? I'll tell you, all my life, folks, German and Germany, German and Russian, it's always been an issue for me. I can't tell the difference. I don't know who's who and what's what. I don't know who fought in what war. I, it's the worst. It's just really not good. But I have an issue with things that come in twos sometime. We'll talk about it one day. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I'm saying we'll talk about it. I might forget. Probably not, because it's a big thing in my life. So if I do forget it, feel free to email me at dumbingitdownwithdavidyahoo.com and say, Dave, when are you going to talk about that thing, that problem you have with things that come in twos? I'll tell you, I, I, got, I, I think I have a whole bunch of examples. All right. Episode 48. Wow. Why are you crying? I enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed doing it. So I talked about Mike Stipe. Michael Stipe, I call him Mike. Hey, Mike Stipe. Uh, Mike Stipe from uh, REM, the band, was on uh, Late Night uh, with Stephen Colbert. And so was um, Megan Mullally, who's uh, famous from Will and Grace. Although she's continued to work since Will and Grace has uh, uh, ended. It was, I, it was one of my favorite shows. I like Will and Grace. I had no problem with it. I enjoyed it. I laughed heartily. And I liked her character. She had a great eccentric character. Every great show needs that one character. I think that might... No, that's probably not true. I was going to say that might have started with Taxi. Remember Jim? Was it Jim? The Preacher? Ho, 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 Alex. You know? that Was it Jim? Doesn't matter. The Preacher from Taxi. 
He was quirky. Well, they also Andy Kaufman. He was quirky too. But I don't know. Did Andy Kaufman have more of a prolific role on Taxi? He might have a little bit more than than Jim. Jim was always that burnt out preacher. Uh, yeah, Andy Kaufman was. Uh, then he became that alter ego, which I hated. Uh, I didn't. I didn't care really much for Andy Kaufman's comedy, just to be honest with you. Uh, anyway, so every show needs a quirky character, and uh, Megan Mullally was on Will and Grace, and she was um, was Karen. She played Karen. She was an eccentric woman who was wealthy because of her huge, huge, super overweight husband. She always alluded to was wealthy. Then I think he died, and uh, whatever. In the show, he died. I think it was a whole thing. Anyway. I admire her talent. And Mike Stipe, R.E.M. was never my band. I was a heavy metal guy. They're still not my band, even though I've mellowed out a lot. But I appreciate I appreciate their songs. I appreciate his music. I do. Back in the day, it was the song I would listen to to get to the song I really wanted to listen to. Probably Van Halen or something like that. But, you know, everybody hurts. Yeah, it's... Oh, <laughs> sad song. You know, and... Uh, uh, it's the end of the world. Well, you know, end of the world. He made it a happy song. That's pretty talented. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine, I think he says in it. And I feel fine. Is that the words? I've never been a lyric guy all my life. I've never, ever understood almost any word that was ever said during any song on the radio. Goodbye, yellow brick road. Like, if you say it's long, it's long enough. If you say it's slow enough... I can, I can, I can get it, but a lot of these songs, I don't know what they're saying, no clue, not a clue, all my life, anyway, I had to buy a magazine, this is pretty fruity of me, fruity, that's not nice, well, I was so frustrated when I would be with a group of people and they would sing these songs that were on the radio at the time, and I never knew any of the words, I just, you know what, I have a comprehension problem, I have a a listening problem, I have a series of events problem. When people tell me a story. It's one of the reasons when I listen to Awesome Insanity Surfers, that sometimes I have an issue. It's my issue. It's not their issue. It's a funny podcast hosted, uh, created, and written and performed by Linda Irwin and Dawson Green. Possibly a junior. I always forget. So, no, I think it's junior. And it's a funny show. They got a lot of scripts. They do a lot of skits. But it's all audio. It's not visual. And I have a hard time following too much audio. Uh, but I do audio books. That I can do. I do audio books, but I'm really focused. And then I do fade out. There are a lot of times where I fade out. I go, oh, uh, well, I got to rewind that. Where was I for the last five minutes? I kind of fade out. So that's why I was supposed to be meditating because the meditating helps you stay focused, stay, you know, stay on point, you know, block out, you know, or take care of the other distractions in your mind and in your life. But I haven't meditated in a long time. I got to get back to that. That's part of my seven day challenge. It's not a hundred percent part of it. It's just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just work it in there little by little. I'll talk about my seven day challenge before the show's over. All right. So REM, Michael Stipe. Megan Mullally, Will and Grace, and a whole bunch of other people have been going on these talk shows all over, wherever they go. Oh, what a difficult year. Listen, 
You know who had a difficult year? I'll tell you who's having a difficult year. Uh, I don't know, I'm not going to say their last name, but I have a, I've talked about this before. There's a family in, in my town, Saugerties. I, I got to get you the website. You know what? I don't know it off the top of my head, but no, I can say the last name because they're all over the internet with it. Uh, there's a boy. Uh, how old is he now? I don't even know how old he is. I'm not that tight with the family. Uh, my wife is more tight with the wife. Uh, I show up every so often and drink liquor at a party and then I go home. Uh, I say a few funny things and I go home. <laughs> I'm not just, I'm just, no, I'm not exactly what you call a social butterfly. I'm also very busy. I got to work. Uh, Zach, short for Zachary, Zach Swart is uh, having very serious medical issues. I'm almost afraid to say anything because I don't really know exactly what, uh, it's got to be cancer. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know. I just can't remember right now. Is it insensitive of me not to know? I don't care. I don't know. But I'm talking about it because this is a family with real problems. This is a family in 2016, in the last several years since he was first diagnosed, has been having a heck of a life, driving back and forth to the hospital. They don't live around the corner from the hospital. We live in Saugerties. We're 40-some-odd miles south of Albany. What are they, what they going to do? Move up? Just move up to Albany so the hospital's right around the corner? Saugerties is a nice place to live. You should be able to live peacefully. In. It's one of those neighborhoods. It's one of those towns. It's not even a city, I don't think. I don't know how you qualify for city. We're not a city. I think we're a town. We're also a village, which I can't stand. We're, we're a town and a village. Get out of here with that town and village. But they've been merging everything lately. I think. I think they're merging everything. I don't know. I remember when my wife and I first moved. We're getting back to Zach. Don't worry about it. My wife and I, that's the beauty of the show. My wife and I first moved up here over 20 years ago. We were like, wait a minute, what? Saugerties has a town and you have a village? You're only like three miles wide. <laughs> the whole place is like five miles, whatever it is. I mean, there's only like, what? No, it's not 10,000 people. I don't know how many thousands of people live here. I looked at the census years ago. I don't remember what I saw. Could be 10,000, could be 15,000 people. It's just ridiculous. I think, that, is that an upstate thing? Upstate New York thing? Or is that a United States thing? I don't know. Maybe years ago. Years ago when we didn't have cars. We had horses and buggies. It made sense to have a village. And it made sense to have a town. What do I know? I lived in New York City. For a long, long time. My whole life. It was five boroughs. That's it. And then you had communities within the boroughs. That's it. There's none of this town and village. There's Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, Manhattan, Queens. Done. Five boroughs, New York City. I don't even know why they call them boroughs. I don't think there's any... Is there any other place in the United States called a borough? Is, is there the borough of Cincinnati, Ohio? I don't know how that works. What qualify? I've never looked up the word borough. I don't know what it means. I just know I lived in the borough of Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, it was also Kings County. Was it Kings? I think it was Kings County. Who cared? What did it mean to me? Nothing. We didn't have any county roads. Not that I knew of. All right. Anyway, let's get back to Zach. So this is a family, the Swart family, S-W-A-R-T. They have a GoFundMe page. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. I wasn't prepared really to talk about it today. I should have written it down. If I had a producer, an associate, producer, an assistant, I would have all this information. I don't. But I'll, I'll try to put it in the in the show notes. 
not in the comment section, in the show notes. Uh, if I get around to it, it's gonna. It's, I'm, I, I'm on day one of my five days in a row. I'm probably not gonna have time. Uh, but I'll try to get around to it. But you know, Google it. Zach Swart, S-W-A-R-T. He's got a medical condition. He's a young boy, 11 years old, 12 years old. He's the youngest of three boys. They're all pretty good boys. What do I know? I don't follow them around. They could be the devil. They could be the worst, but I'm pretty sure they're not. They're, they're talented. They do things. I think one of them paints. And the other one, I don't know what he does. He lifts weights. What do I know? I don't follow him around. He used to be friends with my son. And then he went to college. Now my friend, now they're not so close. They used to be close. It doesn't matter. These are all little things to tell you. That, oh, yeah. These are real people. Real people in my town. This family's having a hard time driving back and forth to the hospital, dealing with it as soon as the kid gets a fever. As soon as Zach gets a fever, they got to go. And then the other day, on top of everything else, <laughs> maybe he was relieved. I, I can't imagine. He, he got the chicken pox. In the middle of the whole, he's sick. He needs transfusions, platelets, which reminds me, I got. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go this Monday. First time in a long time, do platelets. I used to do platelets regularly. I got to get back on that regularly, regular uh, platelet donation schedule. You can donate platelets every five days. Did you know that? If you're in New York, contact the New York Blood Center. If you're anywhere in the United States, I don't know, contact... I don't know if there's blood centers all over the world. I mean, because the blood center is a specific thing. I know there's the New Jersey Blood Center and there's the New York Blood Center. I think the Red Cross is pretty much all over the country. I don't know if the blood center is all over the country. I don't get any money. I just go there, I lay down for a couple of hours to... You don't have to do it that long. You don't have to give as much as, much as I give. I give plasma... I give um, whatever they can get out of my arm. They put, they stick a needle in. They probably don't want me to say that. I mean, how else are you going to get it? They stick a needle in. They do. They good. They do a good job. They don't hurt. Sometimes it's like, ooh, a little prick, <laughs> a little prick, uh, a little pin prick. Pink Floyd. <sighs> and uh, they they take out whatever they want. They take out platelets. They take out plasma. They take out fruit juice. Little 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 red wine. I don't know. I don't care. But they're very polite when I come. Oh, life saving! It's all about life saving. I'm giving life saving donation. They love to remind me every time. I don't even say anything. I go, oh, you know, you gave a life saving donation. Really? You think I saved the life? Hey, you might. You never know. Platelets are very serious. Whole blood is good too. But I give platelets. I like to go all the way. I like to do what I can. So when I hear Michael Stipe and Megan Mullally crying, to be perfectly honest, it was only Megan Mullally that talked about crying in front of the president, bawling. We don't want you to go. Oh, please stay. What do you mean? It's over. It's eight years. It's term limits. He's got to go. We don't want you to go. Oh, yeller. Lassie. Ugh. You know, it's just a ridiculous notion that he's going to stay. After eight years. And my point was, with all the money she's made, I think I did a bad calculation. At 23 episodes, at $500,000 an episode, yeah, that's $12 million. I think I said seven. It's $12 million she made in the last year or two. She made as much money as the stars of the show. Somehow they all got together and they, they all got the same money. Boy, that's a lot of money, folks. 
It takes a week for an actor to shoot a sitcom. One week. They, they do a, a, a table read on Monday. I think they have Sundays off. They have a table read on Monday. That's when they do their cocaine. They do a table read. Uh, maybe they drink. I, I don't know, they might do crystal meth. and they well, Who knows? Uh, that's when they get their picture in the paper at the Star of the Inquirer. Monday, they do a table read. I think Tuesday, they might do another table read or they, do, uh, they might do some blocking. Wednesday, they rehearse. Thursday, they rehearse. Friday, I think... They do. Uh, they do a live. They they record in front of a live audience. They might do two. Do they do two recordings in front of a live audience? I don't remember now. It might just be one. That's it. I think they're off on Saturdays and Sundays. Maybe not. Maybe they do. Maybe they record on Saturdays. But their job, these actors' jobs, Megan Mullally's job, is to pretend to be somebody else that she's not. Uh, you know what? We all know a lot of people that do that and not get paid for it. People who pretend that there's something that they're not. So she pretended to be Karen, the eccentric millionaire's uh, wife. Very funny. I enjoyed it thoroughly for eight years. I even watched it sometimes on repeats. I used to watch it at Planet Fitness when I was on the treadmill. I loved it. it makes me laugh all the time. It was Jack, Crazy Jack. Will and Grace. Anyway. Just don't like when they cry. You're making all that money. You've made all that money. You're still continuing to work in your field of expertise. Why are you crying? Where were you during the election? I didn't see you anywhere. Were you on the campaign trail? Did you do everything you could? Did you do everything you could to get people to vote for Hillary Clinton? Probably not. Probably busy working like me. You just go, up. Ah, I'll make my vote, but I got no time for anything else. You're, you're at a presidential gala. You're in the same building as the President of the United States. And you're not being scanned. You're an attractive white woman, celebrity actress... Semi-famous, you know, you know, you know Julia Roberts. You know what I'm saying? Like Julia Roberts, everywhere she goes, people recognize her. During walking up and down the streets of New York or anywhere in the United States, I don't know if most people would recognize Megan Mullally because she doesn't look like the character she played in Will and Grace. Michael Stipe is, well, he's got that wacky beard now, but the Swart family has an issue. They could use your help. You got any donations? You want to donate? You want to uh, con- con- contribute? Want to contribute to the GoFundMe page? Feel free. They could use your help. There's a lot of time and money and energy being exerted, going up and down, up and down the New York State Thruway between Albany and Saugerties. They're having a tough year. They should be crying. They have the right to cry from exhaustion and from the sadness and anguish of watching their youngest son go through something that no child should have to go through, no family should have to go through. But, you know, cancer is, cancer is cancer. You're in remission, and then you're not. Is that how it works? I don't know. But he was healthy for a while, but you're always continuing with the tests. Always with the tests. The blood tests and all that. And then one of the last blood tests, I guess, it came up not good. So that's my point of view. 
Stop going on nationwide TV. Stop using your celebrity status to express how sad you are and how tough 2016 was for you. Because you probably are doing very well. Do you know what Michael Stipe and Megan Mullally did for Thanksgiving? You know what they did for Christmas? I'll tell you what they did. I know what they did. Whatever they wanted. Because they're celebrities and they're incredibly wealthy. I went to work. I drove a truck. Other people are plumbers and contractors. And of course there's doctors and and other first uh, responders. They worked on Thanksgiving and Christmas. They don't have the luxury of freedom to do whatever they want. Whenever they want because they used to make $500 million a week. No. Oh, jeez. $500,000 a week just to pretend that you're somebody else. You got to get it by now, right? I've gone too long on this, right? 25 minutes again. I'm not going to get to all the other stuff I wanted to get to. It just, it just so irks me, folks. This is part of the conscious, consciousness... I just bit my tongue. The consciousness of America. The... the we're so not minimalist. We're so beyond. We're, we're, we're so into extravagance. We're so into surplus. We're so into. It's just. Whatever is the opposite of minimalism. I know. Maximalism. I know. Whatever. It, it, we, we have no sense of reality anymore. It's been a tough year. No. Not really. Keep on breathing. Keep on counting your money. Keep on pretending you're somebody else. Keep on performing your beautiful songs in front of thousands of people and touring the United States. Keep on writing books with no pages, Michael Stipe. Keep on appearing on late-night television shows. Keep on going to places where they provide you with a costume and makeup and lines to read. Keep on marrying other people who are also in the business that have almost as much money as you. Keep on enjoying opening up the catalog and going, let's go here, honey. Can we afford it? (laughs) Yeah, I think we can. I think we can afford to bring the entire cast of Will and Grace with us on this, you know, 30-day Viking cruise up the Thames River or wherever. I think we can helicopter to the site and have our tents made for us. $500,000 an episode I think we have enough money honey Okay I hope you get it If you don't get it Please feel free to contact me At dumbingitdownwithdaveatyahoo.com Or uh, tweet me at dumbwithdave Or I'm on Facebook too Look for me on Facebook I'm uh, I'm on Facebook as Dave Canyon And I'm on Facebook as uh, Dumbing It Down With Dave Uh, Let me tell you uh, what. So I mentioned Zach uh, Swart, I mentioned the whole thing. Uh, I hope he feels better. I hope he gets out of this thing. I hope the family can get on with their lives. This is a horrible thing. And as far as the president-elect and this new administration, when he gets into office, if I remember, I'm going to start... You know how people do a countdown? 
you know, a countdown to Armageddon, a countdown to whatever. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something totally different. You never heard this on the radio before. You never heard this anywhere. That's what I'm all about, bringing you things you've never heard before. I'm going to do a count up. I'm doing a count up. Not a countdown, a count up. I'm going to count every day. One, two, three, count up. I'm going to count until the day that something happens in the presidency that directly involves me. Not even indirectly. I know it's going to be a source of, you know, uh, subjective uh, whatever. Thoughts, conversations, ideas. It is my belief that every president since Nixon, since I've been a child, since I've been an adult, has done nothing that affects me. The only thing that affects me is going to work and making a living. I have to make money. I have to pay my bills. I have to restore my house. I have to pay my car payments. I have to feed my family. That's what affects me. Not the abortion issue, not gay rights, not uh, not the Second Amendment. None of that. None of that. None of that affects me. None. No. I got to learn how to do a show in a half hour. So I'm going to do a count up. As soon as he gets into the office, I'm going to do a count up. Day one, nothing has affected me. Day two, nothing has affected me. All right, I'm on week four of my seven-day challenges. It's going great. It's been four weeks. I've had no coffee, no drink stimulants, no hot chocolate. I've had, uh, oh, I haven't had six hours of sleep a day, but I'm doing very uh, my best to try. Uh, I love the consciousness level that I'm at. I'm trying. Uh, I've had no bread, nothing. I'm doing good. And two oranges a day. Don't forget, folks. Don't make it down with Dave at.com. Goodbye, good night, good day, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, and great skills. See you at episode 50.